Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Very excited to talk to our next guest. I mean, we're talking to boxing royalty right here. Fast three division champion of all time. She is now taking her hand into mixed martial arts, her second fight. Clarissa Shields joining us. Thank you so much for the time, Clarissa. Really appreciate it. No problem. You're welcome. Um, I got to say, your first fight was one of the most thrilling things I've ever seen because like, <laughs> it was such a badass thing to see. Like, You get dragged into like these deep waters for a couple rounds and have the fortitude to go get a knockout. Like, I know you've done a lot of great things, but like, where does something like that rank? Because you really just, I mean, you kept at it. It would have been very easy to just say, all right, maybe the sport's not for me. Um, so what was the question? Just the idea, like your, your performance in your first fight, pulling that out after a couple of tough rounds where you're like getting like into this new sport and you still pulled out with that crazy knockout. Yeah, it was, you know, like, like the motto for the camp was win by any means necessary. So I knew it wasn't going to be a pretty fight. I knew it wasn't going to be very, um, strategic. I knew I wasn't going to look like how I look in boxing. So um, when I was on the ground the first two rounds, it was kind of like giving myself kind of how I was able to come up that third round and actually like just dominate because in the first round when she, when she took me down, I got back up. So that was a mental note for me like, okay, you know how to get back up. And then also being on the ground, like she was, she was really just trying to hold me down. She didn't want me to get up. So it wasn't like she was holding me down and causing any damage. So then again, that's another mental note like, okay, you're, you're, you're not even getting hurt. Just keep figuring out how you can get up. And um, she was a very experienced brown belt, so I wasn't really too hard on myself on when I got up and when I fell back on the ground trying to punch her when she's on the ground and ended up back on the bottom. Just like some learning curves. But then second round came and she tried to ground and pound me. I landed more shots from the bottom than she did from the top. And um, I could just feel like her wavering. But it was like um, she knew that all she had to do was you know, hold me on the ground. So third round, when I went out there, I was like, you know what? This this first 10 minutes of, of this fight has been, you know, I had got a little ground and pound in the end of the second round, but it was like, this fight has been mainly on the ground. I'm like, Clarissa, if you're going to win this fight, go out there and hit her with your right hand, knock her brain loose, and like, don't get taken down, and knock this girl out and win. And that was my only goal for the third round, was to land my right hand, which is very powerful, very fast, sprawl I did that and then once I sprawl I'm like I'm just gonna hold her here and keep punching her until she just quit and I was able to do that and uh, and my coaches knew it I knew it I was in great shape Brittany Elkin had grew tired from just holding me on the ground for so long and she tried to get me in an arm bar which failed her tremendously because we worked on getting out of those bad situations and um, I think that me just being in the gym knowing that the fight was going to be 
hard. The fight was going to get taken to the ground. I think that I was just so um, I was just so motivated to win. That it was like no matter what happens in this fight, I want her to know that she was in a fight and that she fought a champion in boxing. So I think I did boxing very proud. I did myself proud. I did the PFL proud of my performance. You uh, you certainly did. I I want to ask you like your fan your your hands. I mean I've seen you work out in media days before, and I know you got great hands, but like going into mixed martial arts do they feel like almost like sonic the hedgehog level fast like are you do you like does it feel like you're just kind of in another class when it comes to that that type of weaponry when it comes uh in kind oh. of either if you're in the gym or something else because it just looked like she wasn't even ready for something that, that quick well i don't think Brittany elkin has ever been hit that hard that fast that many times i think they said i threw like 99 punches in a uh in one minute after grounding and pounding her and it was with one arm so I wish I can go back and watch. I'm going to go back and watch the film and, and actually count the punches, but it said 100 on a, upon a punch that. <laughs> um, but I would just say that I don't think that no girl in MMA will ever be able to stand up um, and fight with me. You know, it'll always have to, they'll always have to have in their game plan to go to the ground. Um, there may be some girls who are, you know, a little cocky or, you know, um, overlook my boxing skills and say, oh, well, she's a boxer, blah, blah, blah. But, but my striking overall is very good. Like, my punches are good. My kicks are good. I'm getting my punch and kick combinations together. And uh, then that'll be a force. And now I'm also uh, very, very strong to where I can uh, wrestle very well. And now I'm getting better on a ground game in wrestling and jujitsu. So I think that um, me playing catch-up is better for me. But I'll never have to play catch-up when it uh, when it comes to standing up and striking. Uh, Clarissa is going to be fighting, by the way, on October 27th at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, the beautiful Guitar Hotel, Hard Rock Live. You get your tickets now, pflmma.com. Um, you used to live in South Florida, train down here a little bit. Um, I do all my boxing training camp down here in Florida. Yeah. Uh, was there ever a thought that you were going to train MMA down here? Like, what? how did you end up uh, in, in Mexico and... How much different is it, like as far as just going and uh, as far as as far as living's concerned? I actually went to ATT first um, to train to start MMA. Um, I think they felt there was a conflict of interest with Amanda Nunes being there, but um, I was like, I'm not even really signed to any organization yet. I just want to start training, so I was more looking for like me a private trainer to start working with, and uh, that was with Dean Thomas at first, and I think. Uh, Dean Thomas just had so many athletes and everything that he just didn't have time or or, or he couldn't make time. And I was also still boxing at the time. So it was like, I want to start training MMA because I, I wanted to start training secretly. But and this is back in 2018. Yeah. But um, Dean Thomas didn't have the information. Well, he didn't have the time. And I didn't know any other uh, coaches at the time. And I didn't want to, you know, um, reach out to a, lot, to a lot of people and start, you know, telling people that I wanted to do MMA because I didn't want to be, I wanted it to be a secret because I didn't know if I was really going to do it or not. I just wanted to kind of try it, maybe spar a little bit, learn some yeah, get stuff. Yeah, for it. Yeah, and um, so that didn't work, and that's why I started my training in uh, 2020 at Jackson Wink because um, they had a full game plan for me, a full a full schedule so I can come down anytime. And I just moved down to Albuquerque and got me an apartment and started training with John. A Johnny Bones, a Holly Holm, Michelle Watterson, Arlene Blanco, and just start training with the coaches, Coach Tusa, Coach Wink, and Coach Jackson, and uh, now we're here. I mean, listen, you've had so many great uh, athletic accomplishments, but like this whole crossover in sports thing has been 
you know, it's been prominent, but it's always MMA going to boxing. Yeah. And even you said on the press conference today that Amanda knew the show, she wanted to go box you. Um, it's tremendous onions that you're going into a new sport. Like this. No boxer feels like they've gone and just completely dove into the sport mm, and made no. a career out of it. Uh, how how crazy are you for doing this? Like the idea that you just have the mentality to do this because I'm like, it's, it's, it's next level that you're going into a new promotion and everyone's seen it on a big stage. You're in the main card. Uh, they're featuring you. You're, you know, and, and the idea that you also still, you have this goal of one day, maybe getting to Amanda Nunes in her sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that one through a hundred, on how I rank myself crazy, I would say 100. <laughs> because coming over to to MMA from boxing is very hard. You know, going from MMA to boxing is, is it, it's a bit easier. But then when you come here, you got so many different arts and so many different things. And it's not really about size or strength. Sometimes it's about skill and you got to have, like, all these different things. But something that I have that people don't give me enough credit for is that I will fight anybody. I'm a workhorse. I train in the gym. I'm like a gym rat. I'm in the gym 24-7. And um, I really have a no quit attitude. Like I never give up, give up on myself. And uh, that's why I feel like I'll be great in MMA because these girls can throw the kitchen sink at me. They can take me down. They can try to go for armbar. They can try to, you know, uh, knee me or whatever the 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 case may be. I just grow stronger, you know, as that as that stuff is happening to me. And um, and my goal is not to be undefeated in MMA. That's not my goal. You know, like, that would be lovely, you know, to be undefeated. Sure. But but the bigger picture is just to learn from every fight. And when it and when it comes time to be PFL champion, um, to fight in that championship, that I'm ready. You know, that I've had my learning curves. Rather they're, you know, all wins or all wins and one loss or whatever. Um, of course, I want to win. But it's like, I, I just want to learn and have something to build off of knowing that I'm going – up and not downward you know what i'm saying yeah um one more before we get you out of here you declare yourself today you said you're a million dollar fighter yeah uh, um which and, and you're not only just a tremendous you know boxing clear so but you're always just such a great ambassador for the sport i don't see anybody during every fight card tweeting about every fight you know mm-hmm. su- you know supporting the sport as much is there something you wish mixed martial arts like boxing would take from mixed martial arts when it comes to supporting women and, and putting them on that same platform and and giving them these kinds of opportunities because you are one of the most recognizable faces in the sport of boxing. Like, what do you think they could just do to fix it? <laughs> because it, you definitely deserve all those things in, in the sport that you have, have had so many great feats in. You know, I used to think that um, if you was the best fighter and you had the most accomplishments and you had the most Olympic gold medals that you would be, you know, kind of ranks you first place. But I've, I've learned that in boxing that even with all my accomplishments, um, it doesn't put me anywhere near first place and that I'm still discriminated against and I'm still paid way less than what the men are paid. And so it's not about accomplishments. Um, it's about boxing being sexist, not wanting to give women that opportunity. I think looking at us as if we are less than their male fighters and we're doing the same job. <laughs> But I think, but I wish that, you know, boxing would take from, from MMA um, fighting the same amount of time. So in MMA, the championship rounds are five, five-minute rounds. In boxing, the women's championship rounds are 10 rounds for two minutes compared to the men's 12 rounds for three minutes. So you have 20 minutes versus 36 minutes. And um, that's a big difference. And people always talk about women's 
boxing performance, not my performances, but <laughs> other women and saying, oh, they just went out there and they were punching at each other. It was like, look, you got two minutes to get the job done. Yeah. And, you know, and then they also say stuff about how many knockouts certain girls have or, you know, certain skill fighters have. And they kind of say, if you don't have a bunch of knockouts in boxing, then you have pillow hands. And it was like, I'm 11 and no with two knockouts. And I fought majority world champions in my boxing. And it's not that I don't have, it's not that I uh, have pillow hands or that I don't hit hard. It's the fact that I'm fighting against another competitive fighter and I only have two minutes, 10 rounds to break this fighter down. And you're not going to get the same results that you get with men who get late knockouts and stuff if they get 36 minutes and we get 20. So I wish that, 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 that they would take that, just the main thing, like letting us fight the same time as the men and also, too, um, giving us the same opportunity. You know, like Eddie Ahern said something about – I had told him specifically, like, you know, before I signed with Sky, uh, Sky Sports and Boxer, I said, you know, I would love to fight against Savannah Marshall, but – I want to fight on the undercard of Anthony Joshua. He is one of the biggest names in the UK. You know, it doesn't make sense to go to the UK and fight and not fight under the undercard of one of the main men. And uh, he said something like, oh, no, you guys can be a standalone bill by yourself. You don't, um, you guys are going to get drowned out by the media. Nobody's going to pay attention to your fight. And it's like, that's bullshit. It's like you put the men on the undercard of Anthony Joshua or any of the other big fighters because you want them to be seen before the main event so they can get the main event fans. Yeah, get the rub. Right. So you can, so they can, people can learn about them as they grow and they're on undercards. People are like, oh, they're one, they're important. They're on a big card. They're the co-main event. And then next we get the main event, Anthony Joshua versus whoever. And it's like, even in boxing, they don't do that for the women. Like I was a standalone bill for my, for, all of my Showtime fights. I was the main event. Um, but I always told Showtime, like, I want to be on the undercard of Manny Pacquiao, Earl Spence. Um, Terrence, well, Terrence Crawford and I was Showtime. But Earl Spence, Manny yeah, Pacquiao. I, I get it. Like, you, you, want know, the, you want that showcase. All those big guys because people can't compare. Like, oh, look at this woman fighting. And then look at this man fighting next. And I can take some of the main event fans and continue to build my fan base. But they don't give women those opportunities. And then they, and then when you speak about it, they, they like look at you like you um, don't understand what you're talking about. But I do my homework. And what I've done is when most of these guys fight the undercard of Anthony Joshua or Canelo or Pacquiao, I go and look at all their following on social media. After, they have thousands and tens of thousands more followers. How? Because they're on such a large platform. Yeah. But they don't do that for the women, so... Well, listen, don't South Florida, don't miss the opportunity to go watch Clarissa Shields fight. Her first fight was really, really thrilling. She said she's going to be 10 times even better this next time I around. Uh, I can't wait to go watch it right here at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino and the new Live Center and the Guitar Hotel. Clarissa, thanks so much for the time. We really appreciate it. No problem. And, uh, South Florida, go out and watch her. You're not going to miss it. October 27th. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.